This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal or financial product advice. Hey guys and welcome to the Gen Z Money Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about day trading. We've all probably heard about day trading, whether it be through friends, YouTube videos or ads. And today I want to talk a little bit about my opinion on whether or not day trading is a good idea for you. We'll go into a little bit about what day trading means, some of the statistics, and some of the risks associated with day trading. So let's get right into it. First of all, what is day trading? So day trading is essentially buying and selling shares, currencies or other assets in a short amount of time. So the aim is to trade frequently to make small profits that add up over time. So you may buy a share that morning and sell it again that afternoon, which is different to the majority of long-term investors who will buy an investment and hold it for 5, 10 plus years. Now, in my opinion, and according to the data, day trading is a game that you will almost certainly lose. There's so much marketing around day trading now more than ever, and you hear so many success stories and it sounds so alluring. But essentially, it's all just marketing and they're trying to sell you something. I would be willing to bet that the majority of people who are advertising day trading aren't making money from the day trading specifically, but from selling online courses or getting people to sign up for platforms. Not only that, but if you try to look into day trading and find an unbiased opinion on your ability to make money, you'll find that so many of the websites that are publishing articles about day trading are from day trading websites themselves. You have to scroll really, really far to find any negative information because those companies that are trying to get people into day trading have so many sponsored posts that it will be quite easy to believe that day trading is the right thing to do. But however, the overwhelming majority of research and data shows that the majority of day traders don't make a profit, they actually lose money. So in a year 2000 paper in the Journal of Finance titled Trading is Hazardous to Your Wealth, they examined over 66,000 US households who had an account with the brokerage in the years 1991 to 1996. Now, the outcome of this study was that people were generally overconfident and will trade to their own detriment. They found that the average investor would earn close to the market before costs, but after costs, they were actually at a 1.1% loss. Now, for the 20% of households who traded the most often, they experienced net losses compared to a risk-appropriate benchmark of 10.3% annually. So essentially what that is showing is that for most people, the more they trade, the more they lose money. Now, there's a lot of reasons for that. I would be willing to bet that a lot of the reason is that when you are investing so much time and energy into trading on a daily basis, it's very hard to be logical and unbiased. And there is so much room for emotion and bias to creep in there, which is what you want to avoid when you are making investment decisions. Now, there are many more studies. There was a study of Taiwanese investors in the 90s, which concluded that less than 1% of traders earned positive excess returns after costs. That's less than 1%. That means that if you were investing in an index fund, for example, which statistically goes up over a long period of time, you're already outperforming day traders and you're doing nothing to get that return. So although these data sets may be old, 
the psychology of investing hasn't changed that much. A more recent study has showed that 80% of day traders have a median loss of 36%. And if we think about the few that do make a profit, how much are they actually profiting by? For the amount of time, expertise and luck that goes into day trading at a successful level, when you divide that up over the hours that they're working, some studies suggest that they're earning less than minimum wage. Not only that, but the average day trader is competing with institutional traders, so people that work for a bank, for example, doing that for a living. That area is growing and growing, and it puts retail or everyday traders at a disadvantage because they're competing with people with master's degrees, PhDs, experts with huge amounts of resources, far beyond what the average person can get from YouTube videos or online courses. So again, as I said, in my opinion and according to the data, it is virtually impossible to day trade for a living. I think that day trading is very similar to gambling in that it targets a specific market. You think about pokies, they're targeting, you know, your low to middle income grandparents who hang out at the local pub. I find that day traders are usually targeting primarily young men or young people who are attracted to the lifestyle, you know, like the working from home, being location independent, uh, not having to work to make an income. And the people that get sucked in, according to the data, are the people that are overconfident in their abilities. Get rich quick schemes have been around forever. They just evolve over time. And a lot of the marketing around day trading revolves around that very narrative of you can get rich quick. Investing, in my opinion, it should be boring. It should not be sexy and it should be done over a long period of time. The more you trade statistically, the more you're going to lose. So if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers, and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289.